three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. <clears throat> Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Real Pineapple. This is your humble host toner here. Hope you guys are having a great weekend so far. So, um, I'm gonna get all the plug stuff out of the way right now. So, if this is your first time listening, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we are, uh, if you like what you hear, go ahead, like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud. Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, uh, Spotify, and uh, iCloud, uh, not iCloud, uh, iHeart, and Stitcher Radio. And you can go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. And you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. Um, and you can follow our, my colleague Scott on Twitter at nearmanthefirst. And you can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real, that's R-E-E-L O'Neill. Um... Alright, now I got that out of the way, guys, I've got a review here for Jean-Louis Good Trouble, which is the new uh, documentary that just came out, I want to say no more than a week ago, um, uh, about, of course, Jean-Louis, who unfortunately uh, passed um, back on the 17th. Um, 80 years old, man. It's a hell, it's a hell of a run, and um, I actually just ordered... Um, his late, I, I believe it's his latest book, uh, Across That Bridge. Um, I went ahead and just ordered that uh, through Amazon. Um, I'm, I'm kind of a traditionalist when it comes to books for some reason. I actually like to have the book in my hand. But um, yeah, so wanted to do a review of this here. Uh, his, uh, Lewis's body was just carried uh, today, actually, over uh, Edmund Pettus uh, Bridge down in uh, Montgomery. Um, and I watched a couple tributes. I read a couple things about, you know, from people who clearly just, you know, revered him. Um, president, uh, president, uh, Barack Obama, of course, um, was very inspired and was very close, uh, to, to John Lewis. And, uh, I, I, I gotta be honest, guys, this is kind of hard for me to do because I, I'll be the first to admit I was familiar with John Lewis in some of his history, but at about 97 minutes, uh, this uh, this documentary here, I'm really happy this exists because I think a, I think if you're a person of color, you damn sure need to watch this. I think it's like $5.99 to rent on Amazon. Um, I'm sure you can find it other places, but this is well worth your time to go ahead and really um, go ahead and gain some more perspective. Um, because I think a lot of people do look at John Lewis just as a civil rights icon, which isn't a bad thing. But, you know, you get into like the, you know, his, the like the legislative stuff, uh, you get on that side of it. And he, you know, inf- like really went at Trump quite a bit. Uh, Trump's uh, quote tribute unquote was just you know very much uh well i'm sad that he's dead you know condolences to his family um i i'm gonna try to not go off on trump today because it's not about him it's about john lewis but um what i really appreciate about the way this documentary is filmed it it's definitely done that documentary style i mean they're obviously cutting in 
news clips and things like that. What I appreciate is that they showed uh, they showed clips to John, like the like him uh, walking with with MLK Jr. and things like that. Footage that he hadn't seen before. And I really appreciated um, that in particular. Uh, it seemed like he was re- like all of his reactions were very uh, genuine, which I really thought, okay, this is um, this is really just making me love this love this more. Uh, the documentary really opens up with him, kind of what's become his life mantra: uh, when you see something wrong, uh, speak up, speak out. And get what I call uh, what I what I get what I call in good trouble, necessary trouble, and I I love that. And uh, a couple people, including uh, President Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, uh, the amount of people they have in here is really impressive. As far as for this documentary, they did a great job of getting a very wide range of people. Um, the thing that I really love about this documentary is that. Obviously, people are saying glowing things about him. I mean, why you know why wouldn't they be? Uh, to the unfortunate irony in the fact that this came out when it did, the fact that this has just come out, I appreciate that because you know we're a hundred days as of this recording. I'm recording this on Sunday the twenty sixth, so you know, assuming you guys hear it, you know, this week or whatever, uh, we're gonna be under a hundred days uh, until the election and. I can't stress this enough. Um, I know some people are going to have different opinions, and that's completely fine. I'll be the first to admit right now. Um, I'm not happy about voting for Joe Biden. I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. I'm not happy about it. I really wanted a uh, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren ticket uh, in a perfect world. Uh, Honestly, in a perfect world, Obama would still be president. But uh, if I can't get Obama again in a perfect world, I would love to have a Bernie Warren ticket. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately, it didn't happen because the Democrats screwed it up again uh, by screwing over Bernie. And so we got Biden. And again, I am not happy about Biden, but damn it, he's better than the guy we currently have. But uh, Lewis dying from pancreatic uh, from pancreatic cancer to do so much in 80 years. I think that's the part that really got me hyped and really made me feel so proud as a person of color and again if you're a person of color you need to watch this so uh you know they they talk about uh they talk about the uh, just the hoops he had to jump through going through everything with uh martin luther king jr which i i didn't realize how close their connection was like i said i knew that they'd march they marched together but um the thing that really uh surprised me is that he's uh that John Lewis has been arrested 40 times which I was like that's insane and he got arrested another five times uh when he got to Congress and I believe they said he was a member of Congress for 33 years which oh my god it's just it's insane to think about that he's been that he's been uh, that he was a uh, member of Congress for that long um the thing that really the, the documentary does a very good job at doing is that a lot of this, not eh, a good amount of this, and I think they do a very good job with the split. You get a good amount of stuff about John Lewis um, as far as his line of thinking, how he treats his staff. His staff, I mean, 
again, I wouldn't expect them to say anything differently, but they had nothing really but glowing things to say, um, to say about them. Uh, they do a very good job of connecting Selma and why him and MLK Jr. marched together and all those people marched with them to really where we're at now. Because we look at the voter, uh, the voter registration act and how, uh, you know, the Supreme Court back in 2013 went ahead and really stuck a dagger in it. And it, you know, we, they, they talk about in the, in the documentary, how I believe it's like, uh, like a thousand voting places have closed since 2013. And that, uh, voting, uh, voting, uh, uh, polling places, uh, have changed addresses just on a whim and stuff like that really to suppress, uh, the minority vote and the thing that I was not aware of that made me go oh what the actual hell is that in 2019 I guess there were 16 million uh, voters who were removed from uh, from polling uh, places which I think is freaking insane when you hear that I was like what 16 million people I mean you think about how many votes that is and hell if even uh, it just—it's really mind-boggling when you when you think about it. Um, thinking back on this documentary, it—it's—and this is so random, but stick with me. It really takes me back to something like Remember the Titans when you think about how bad things were, you know, taking place in the movie with, you know, the the segregated schools just happening, but still having people of color getting the cold shoulder. This film does such a good job of talking about the fact that, hey, black people had to go through a lot of shit to go ahead and even get the right to vote. And so for it to be really many ways taken back from us and you think about all the the work that John Lewis did, it really just kind of makes you go, huh, this is this is what like some things never change, unfortunately. And. The, the the documentary does a really great job of portraying the hope that John Lewis has for his country. Um, I don't have the Obama quote here in front of me. Um, uh, actually, I apologize. I do have it here. Uh, Obama flat out said that I was I was only there, obviously talking about the presidency, because of the sacrifices he made. And you think about. Uh, they talk about the fact that John Lewis got hit in the back of the head, probably got a concussion. Um, there's a point where after um, uh, after this riot, uh, uh, I want to say it's Bloody Sunday. I think it was that like a week later, uh, Lewis and 80, uh, 80 of his colleagues at this uh, at this university got arrested, uh, and and how they were basically told you can either stay a month in jail. Or pay fifty dollar fine, and they pay, and they went ahead, and every single person, out of those eighty people who were arrested, um, they all went ahead and stayed in jail for a month. And I just find that so incredibly inspiring. And you think about, you know, really how our, um, how our, our judicial system, how it has really, really screwed minorities over at multiple points. And you think about just staying in jail for a month with that hostility, with that powder keg of a racial divide, which, you know, thankfully is completely non-existent now. Um, it really isn't, it's really crazy to think about just all that shit. Um, one thing that I really, 
enjoyed about this is that you see uh you, you get some clips from uh some uh, like beto o'rourke they interview a uh, speaker of the house nancy pelosi um who i i adore uh they uh they interview aoc um i'm gonna butcher your name i'm so sorry they interview uh ilan uh, omar who is of course uh one of the one of what i believe was 55 uh new democratic uh members for the house um, all of those people, like her and AOC, really speak about the fact that you know they really hammer and beat that drum about, hey, I am very aware and am appreciative of the incredible steps that he had to go through um, to go ahead for me to get here. Um, really acknowledging all the work he did and the. The amount of reverence that he has when he's walking around, um, I, I'm blanking on the on, on, on the man who uh, traveled uh, who traveled with him, uh, kind of like his uh, security, his confidant. I'm I'm completely blanking. I feel terrible. I don't have it written down here. But he was talking about how um, the interviewer asked him for the documentary, asks uh, him what's it like being in an airport uh, with John. He's like annoying <laughs> or something to that effect, and. I got a really good laugh out of that because they talk about the fact and they show it that people are always stopping him wanting to take a picture. He's he really is a rock star. And the thing I one of the things I really appreciate about John is that it shows that he's, you know, he's stopping for pictures. He's signing books. And even, you know, in his later years, you know, in his 70s, he's still going out there speaking with this passion, this this justifiable anger and wanting to go ahead and inspire people around him to go ahead and be better which is something i just went uh i just went hell yeah they talked about uh his upbringing as a child how as a kid his uh, his parents his siblings they knew that he was going to be special and that he was kind of the uh the uh not the product kind of like yeah i guess you would say kind of the prodigal son that he was going to go off uh, to go ahead and do great things and they talk about the fact that uh, his sisters and his uh, brother talk about the fact that you know they were out in the fields uh, you know uh, bailing cotton you know and that the brother would work twice as hard to go or three times as hard to go ahead and cover uh, what John in theory would go ahead and be able to produce in a day so that he could go to school and I just found that um I'm really happy to put the spotlight on the family in that way because that's something I really wouldn't have known. I think a lesser documentary wouldn't have touched on that. They would have made it just about John Lewis. And they do a decent job of going ahead and bringing in um, his other family members, which I really did, uh, which I really did like. And it made him feel uh, more human and it made it really feel more like this was uh, meant to be. Uh, as it were, I mean, as much as it, you know, as much as it can be. Um, the one thing I was a little irritated by, and I, I wouldn't even say irritated. Um, I really wish it would touch on uh, Lillian, My uh, uh, Lillian Miles uh, a little more because that was uh, that was John Lewis's wife, who unfortunately passed in uh, in 2012. I would have liked to get a little bit more from them, and just as a couple, just looking at pictures of them online, um, they're really sweet, and just they just seemed adorable. And the little glimpse of that you do get, 
the documentary does talk about the fact that, you know, they were very close and how they're introduced to each other. I thought it was incredibly freaking sweet. Um, the other thing I love about John is that his uh, constituents, uh, the people that he worked with, he had genuine respect for everyone. Uh, there's a point where he's talking to uh, Beto O'Rourke, who I'm a fan of. He goes up, shakes his hand, gives him a hug, and, and really speaks to the power uh, of what he thinks Beto can uh, can go ahead and do. And I just, that made me so incredibly happy to see him so excited. They they show him watching, I want to say CNN or some other news network, when he's watching the election results from, uh, you know, from uh, when the, ha- uh, when the uh, Democrats went ahead and got control of the house uh, last year, and you see him, you see him jumping up and down. He's like high fiving the people in his uh, in uh, in the room with him, and it's really sweet to see him just as excited, you know, about this as I'm sure he would have been, you know, 15, 20 years ago uh, in his earlier years. I just thought that was incredibly sweet. Um, they interviewed Mike Collins, who's the chief of staff, so they had. I'm blanking on the date. I don't have it written here, but uh, Michael Collins talks about the fact that uh, John was supposed to go to the reauthorization of the Voting Rights Act. Uh, I, I don't say it was a. Uh, I want to say it was 2003, something like that. Don't hold me to that, but I believe it was at that point. And unfortunately, Michael's father passed, and he talks about how close uh, him and John were. And just to show how close they were, John went ahead and didn't go to the reauthorization of the Voting Rights Act. He went ahead and went with Michael to his father's funeral. He was right there by his side. And that was something that made me get really choked up. I went, son of a bitch, man. Like, like yes, government is important. But at the end of the day, there is no government without people. And, and, and for him to be there for clearly his friend in that way was something that I just went, Okay, that's that's really that's really impressive. Um, what I f- just found kind of mind-boggling, and there, uh, there's a couple points uh, for me with that in the documentary, is that uh, is that John wrote uh, MLK Jr. He wrote him a letter when he was 17. He wanted to go to Troy University, and Dr. King went ahead and sent him a bus ticket round trip so he could go ahead. And come down and meet him. And that's how John got into civil rights work. And I found that uh, that origin story, as, as it were, I found that so incredibly cool. It's like, wow, really? I did not, I did not know that. Um, yeah, I, that was something that was kind of a... It was kind of similar when you find out that Chadwick Boseman got his uh, theater classes paid for by Denzel. It's like, oh, that, that, that's crazy. One of the quotes for me... And uh, they they had this uh, this brother uh, Henry Henry Louis Gates Jr. Um, I believe is uh, oh my gosh I want to say uh, I I'm, I'm completely blanking guys I'm so sorry but basically that you find out that John's great great grandfather um, because uh, back in 1867 because of the Reconstruction Act he was the first person I guess in the history of the family to be able to go ahead and vote. So he immediately went down and voted, um, as the uh, historian says, as soon as he was able to, legally able to. And then, of course, John is over here, you know, marching, uh, 
for right to black people to vote. And John has this quote where he just says, I guess it's in my blood. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but that was something that I just went, wow, that's incredibly powerful. They talk about um, the uh, rock hole bus which John was on and he was supposed to meet um he was supposed to meet his colleague uh congressman uh well he ended up being congressman uh Jim uh, Clyburn and he was supposed to meet him and Jim's wife went ahead and said you know hey you know I'm you know I you're not a college student anymore you know I'm you know I'm carrying your kid you need to be careful I mean and that bus ended up being attacked by the Klan. So they were supposed to have met earlier in life, but eventually ended up meeting anyway. But just kind of that crazy connection of the fact that Klan went ahead and, you know, tore that bus apart, essentially. It's it's crazy to think, you know, if Jim Clyburn's on that bus, do we even get, you know, Jim Clyburn? Is he the House Majority Whip right now? I mean, it's it's really crazy to think about... Um. Just how think different things could have been. Uh, the other thing I, I wanted them to go into a little bit that they kind of touched on um, outside of his wife was that uh, Julian Bond, who was who was a friend of John Lewis's, uh, I think they actually say it's one of his best friends. Um, they went ahead and had um, they went ahead and had this uh, fight uh, back in 1986 for Atlanta's, uh, fifth, uh, fifth congressional district, uh, for that seat, and, uh, they, they, again, they touch on it, they didn't touch on it enough for my liking, because they even say in the documentary that Lewis was, uh, that, uh, Julian Bond was supposed to win, because I believe he was a senator at the time, so it was one of those things where it was like, oh, there's no way that John Lewis is gonna win, and then John Lewis scores the upset, and I really wish it would have taken a little more time, maybe another five, ten minutes, and gone into that because it seemed like a big deal, and it's something I'm, I personally, going to end up researching uh, more. Um, the other thing the film brought up, and it, it's such a hammer meets nail moment that I went, "Oh my God, thank you." When you think about Black Lives Matter, and you think about all the marches and the protests that are happening in this country right now and how people are using social media and, you know, health t-shirts and all these different ways to go ahead and express, uh, you know, support for, uh, for minorities, which is as a person of color, cannot tell you what it means to me to have people speaking up when standing alongside us. But they, uh, they talked about the fact that so much of John Lewis's civil rights work was due to the action due to the inaction of the federal government. And so when you think about these marches now, that's exactly what it's because of. It's because of inaction from the federal government. And uh, and, and one of the quotes I want to say, I, I can't remember if it was him or AOC or uh, Ilan Omar. Uh, I, I, I want to say it was John Lewis. I could be wrong. But um, there's a quote in the film or the documentary that says, you know, why do we have to wait all of our lives to be seen as equal? And if there is a, I mean, obviously John Lewis being gone is a tragedy in itself, but if there, the biggest tragedy for me with that is that he didn't get a chance to see full non-oppressed votes, you know, go ahead and be given back to minorities. 
and I and the thing that's going to be very interesting is that uh, you know his friend um, is going ahead and uh, instituting or not instituting. He's going to go ahead and, and bring uh, to the floor uh, a new version of the vo- of the voting uh, of the uh, voting rights act, which I'm incredibly curious on how that's going to go. I, I believe it'll pass the ha- the house. Lord willing, it passes the Senate. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited and I am praying because you think about how, uh, you know, votes have been tampered and messed with and how hard it actually is in some cases to vote. And just like the incredibly strict, uh, things that they have tied to voting now, like certain IDs can only be used and all this crap. It, it really it just pisses me off, to be completely honest. Um, the other thing I, I really loved about this is that they showed several of the bills that he went ahead and was a co-sponsor on or voted in favor of. So just a couple here. The uh, 2007 Fair Minimum Wage Act, he was a co-sponsor on that. The 2010 Don't Ask, Don't Tell Repeal Act, uh, he voted yes on that. The 2010 uh, Patient Protection and Affordable Car Act. He was a co-sponsor. 2013 Violence Against Women Reauthorization Act. He was a co-sponsor. Um, yeah, I, it was really cool to see outside of his civil work uh, what kind of impact he's made. That was something in particular I really wanted to see, and I was happy they went ahead and they kind of almost paused the documentary to go boom, boom, boom. Um, last thing I'll say in closing is that. He had this statement uh, from one of his speeches where he goes, there are forces in America that want to take us back, but we're not going back. We're moving forward. And that line in particular just made me tear up and really made me cry, honestly. it um, Also, another quote he had, we don't want our freedom gradually. We want our freedom now. And I really think that above all else, while it's been a lot slower than we would like that i truly believe not just black people but i believe other minorities uh other minority groups i believe my brothers and sisters in the lgbt lgbtq community we will all get there it's going to take time and it's going to require all of us to lift each other up and lean on each other and support each other but i believe we'll get there um there's enough room room at the table for everybody and at the end of the day, people just want to be free and want to be, have a chance to be happy and to be able to use their voice. And that's what voting's about. So, I mean, look, I, I've made no qualms on the podcast that, that I am not a fan of Trump. But honestly, I'd rather have someone uh, vote for Trump than not vote, if I'm being honest. Like, at least you're exercising your right. Because I, I really believe that if you don't vote, you have no reason to bitch. You don't get to complain about anything. You need to go ahead and at least vote. That is your God-given right, and honestly, everyone should use it. And if you don't, I think you're, I really think you're terrible if you don't go out and vote. Again, I understand that these two options, God, these two options are not ideal. Um, but yeah, if, if you are physically able mail in like you, you you need to vote you you absolutely need to vote um 
I thought this was a great documentary. This will personally probably go down in my top 10 this year. Uh, I I know how insane the movie schedule has been, but this was a documentary I'll be buying. Um, This is something I'm going to own and really go ahead. I've already told several of my friends, um, not, they're not all black, by the way. I, but I, (laughs) but I've told several friends of mine, like, look, you need to go ahead and watch this. And this is something that will make you feel inspired. It'll make you want to dig more. And I think it'll make you appreciate John, uh, John Lewis more. I definitely appreciate John Lewis more, um, after watching this. Um, yeah, this is a, um, this is a fan fucking tastic. It feels weird to give. Uh, it kind of feels a little weird to give this fan fucking tastic, just because. I mean, just knowing that he's not here, and the term they keep they kept using was the conscience of Congress. And I will just say in closing, because we we talk about this on the podcast sometimes for uh, black, you know, black artists, black actors, actresses, you know, who's got next? Who's got next? Who's going to go ahead and step up and fill John Lewis's shoes? Who's going to go ahead and step up and help lead that new push to go ahead for equality? Like, who's that going to be? Is it going to be one person? Is it going to be multiple people? I I, I don't know. But honestly, um, we all need to step up and be better. And if you are able to vote, um, you need to. You, you need to vote this year. Um, this is one of the most important elections in history, and everyone needs to go out there and actually exercise their right to vote. Um, one of the other quotes he had, and I, and I realized I said I was wrapping up, but uh, humor me. He One of the quotes that John Lewis had, he said, my greatest fear is that I'll wake up and our democracy will be gone. And again, I said I wasn't going to go off on the big Trump rant, but to say that Trump has helped divide things and that things aren't going great would be a very mild understatement. Um, things aren't great right now. Um, COVID's getting out of control, and I understand people are scared. Wear a mask, by the way. But I don't believe that I'm going to wake up one day and that democracy will be gone. I understand democracy feels like it's almost on its last legs right now, the way Trump is clubbing it like a baby seal. But... I truly do believe things will be will get better. Even if we have to live through another four years of Trump, things will get better. Continue to educate yourself, and we'll all get there. But um, yeah, that's uh, guys, girls, everyone. Please watch this documentary. It is well worth your time. As I mentioned, it's on Amazon. I think you can get it for pretty cheap. Um, just to rent. Like I said, I personally am going to buy this because it's something I want to own. But um, Jean-Louis, thank you for everything that you did, sir, and uh, rest in peace.